Horizons Kingdom Brief. These are short podcasts between 5 and 10 minutes. The purpose of a Kingdom Brief is to share highlights from ongoing Kingdom activities and announce events in Kansas City. At God's Relay Race this month, we were again reminded that we are in a battle, and sometimes it's life and death on the line. One of the members of God's Relay Race, Marvin Williams, passed away on January 6th. All who knew him were deeply touched by the life he led. In this interview, Scott recounted some of what was said about Marvin during the January 8th prayer gathering. Here is my conversation with Scott Stinger. Well, welcome back, Scott. Thank you uh, so much. That uh, We're going to be going over the January God's Relay Race today um, from January 8th, 2022. When I was writing out the notes for the January 8th podcast, a song that came to mind was, Do You See That Mountains Tremble? And that's from, uh, it's a song written by the Jesus culture, mm-hmm. um, which is, Do You See The Mountains Tremble? Because there's just so much going on right now. There is a battle. There's a battle that we're in. The mountains of the earth, the things of the earth are trembling. Yes, uh, there definitely is. And I think it's uh, Paul that says that it's it's a battle or a war that's raging around us. So, you know, if we could see into the spiritual realm like we can see into the physical realm, we would probably be quite intimidating. We'd feel like we're out there in a war zone, uh, you know, the Western Front from World War One or something along those lines, Vietnam, I don't know. It is. The, it's, uh, it's a life and death situation. The stakes are very high. Right now, we, we're caught up in things of, of uh, social unrest and COVID, of course, and the cancel culture. Pro-life and, and uh, pro-choice are at conflict right now as the Supreme Court yeah, has true. a big decision coming down. There's just one thing after another. I mean, you take any one of those things by themselves, those are some major issues, but we've got a we got a, a stew of major issues going on right now, and it's it's because we're in a battle. That's true. And uh, the enemy is out there. He is a is a lion going around seeking whom he may devour. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Amen. And yet Jesus tells us very clearly that the gates of hell will not prevail. Yes. Uh, that he has established his church and is training her, equipping her, and the hour that we live to uh, to prevail against the enemy. And uh, right now, it might seem in many regards as though the enemy is prevailing, and, and maybe to a certain extent he is, but uh, watch out. <laughs> Amen. Watch Amen. Out. So um, I just wanted to bring up um, Marvin Williams. We recently had a had a loss in God's Relay Race, um, also with the Bethlehem uh, Kingdom Center. He was in the leadership team with Bethlehem Kingdom Center. Marvin Williams passed on uh, Thursday, January 6th, and um, I didn't know him as well as, as you probably do. The few uh, times that I've seen him, I, I just—what what a heart for the Lord, and just even, you know, took time— to uh, give an encouraging word to me, just to encourage me in the calling that God has on my life. He just spoke right to it, just said, hey, you have a calling. And, and, and you know, Marvin's a, a, a big man, and, and, but he was so full of life. Oh, my goodness, yes. He, and, uh, and especially want to mention his wife, Yvette, uh, just beautiful couple, uh, so full of 
of the love of God. They just personified. They carried the love of God together, especially. And anytime you were with Marvin, I mean, you just—he just put a smile on your face. Amen. He was a mountain of a man. I mean, he's huge. He looked like he could go out there on the uh, the field for the Chiefs right now and take on a couple of big linemen or something. And he was just—he walked in. Um, uh, he walked in authority, knowing who he is in Christ. Uh, and he was always quick to encourage or af- affirm anybody. If you had a need, then he would be quick to pray for it. Um, he and his wife would come regularly to God's relay race. And so he, unfortunately, he passed from COVID and is very rapid, his, his decline. And we were praying earnestly for him to come through that uh, healthy and to, to overcome. And it just didn't happen. And it's one of those times where you just are shaken to the core. Uh, Amen. Anytime someone dies, um, you know, it's always a time of contemplation and thinking about their life, and especially a, a, a Christian, a follower of Christ, because you go, okay, here's somebody who made an impact, and he uh, certainly did, and he and his wife together. Um, but it was under sudden and tragic consequences, and uh, this... COVID pandemic, it's, it's just, it's giving so many people, uh, it's taking them down and it shouldn't be. We should be, um, you know, somehow we should be able to repel these forces of darkness and, and uh, it's not, uh, you know, we, we're, we're feeling blow after blow from this. And this one is certainly one of those times. And so we honored Marvin and his memory Saturday. And uh, there were just many things that were said there as we thought about him and what he, how he's impacted lives. And people didn't even know him that well. And, and honestly, I mean, I've only known Marvin and Yvette for a couple of years as we've gotten to know each other through our church. But immediately, I, I just had such a kindred heart, my wife and I did, with both of them. And uh, we, we are... Uh, just sad, very sad it is passing. But I want to tell this story. I told this story. I tried to tell it in a in a briefer manner here. Back when uh, we were living in Texas and our children were young, our, do- our son at that time was five years of age, and we came back to Kansas City. And we, were, we would vacation here and see my family, and uh, we were staying at my parents' house. And in our backyard, we had this huge backyard, and all the kids in the neighborhood, yeah. we'd come there and we'd play baseball in the backyard and football in our backyard and, and hide-and-go-seek and so on. And there was this one humongous tree. It was a honey locust tree. And it was so big, I don't even think three kids could wrap their arms around of it, the trunk of it together. Wow. And uh, this one particular trip when we came back, there had been uh, rainstorms all week long, and the ground was completely saturated. It was, I think, the springtime. And this uh, honey locust tree was in full bloom, and it was so fragrant. And uh, it, was, it was a beautiful time. Well, uh, this during the night we had high winds and the ground again was saturated and this massive tree was like a giant sail yeah. <laughs> for the wind yeah. to catch it and the tree toppled in the middle of the night it didn't snap it it was just it uprooted the root ball and so yeah. it fell on its side and uh, the tree was so massive there was no way that they could uh, restore it upright. 
And uh, that morning afterwards, I was standing there at the sliding glass door looking in the backyard and just thinking of how that tree was a fixture of my childhood. And my son, Nathaniel, came up, and he was about five years old, and he was just looking at that tree, and he was just kept saying, what happened, Daddy? What happened? What happened, Daddy? And he wrapped his arm around my leg like it was a tree trunk, you yeah. know, just trying to get um, stability, trying to get a point of reference as this calamity uh, for both of us had befallen. We saw this tree fall, this fixture in both of our lives. And that's kind of a a symbol, in a way, of what happened with Marvin. I mean, he was a fixture. He was a tree. He was like a trunk uh, in in the lives of so many people. And he has fallen. He has fallen. And we try to get a point of reference. But the story with that tree doesn't end there, and neither does the story with Marvin end there. Because... My father's a, somewhat of a procrastinator, and he didn't cut down that or cut up that tree for months and months and months and months. So it laid there on its side, still living. Uh, it was green. It was uh, foliage was on the tree and everything. And it's interesting because the resilience of kids, they go out there, and now they've converted this tree into, well, they'd always climb it before, but they could only climb maybe 10, so 10 high. feet or so. Now they could climb the tree all the way to its full heights as it, as it was laying there in a fallen condition, but it was still living. And in a certain way, I kind of feel that is the the story with Marvin, that he's fallen, but he's he he's still very much alive. We are all eternally alive in Christ, and his memory goes on. And uh, the the impact that he made in people's lives, we can climb on the heights of Marvin Williams and uh, live on, honoring him and Christ in him, the hope of glory. And so that was a that was a moving time for all of us. Um, but it was wonderful to be able to honor him and his. Uh, his life. And I, I think it's really special to hear we are in this podcast. It's going to be the things that we said Saturday are going to be captured here and, Amen. and memoriam uh, to honor him and Yvette and uh, the things that God's doing in the people, people of this city of Kansas City.